Welcome once again to State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois. Happy and healthy New Year's wishes to one and all out there. Can't believe 2020 is here, and so are the NFL playoffs. It is Jason Gotch with you. Joined, as always, by my co-host, John Spataro, and our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher. Well, gentlemen, no playoffs for the Chicago Bears this year, but nonetheless, it should be an interesting NFL postseason. Before we talk about the games in the wild card round, make some Super Bowl picks, let's go around the table. I'm going to start it off with you, John. Uh, just recap your year a little bit gambling here on State Lines and what really stood out for you, what really uh, you were excited about, what you did here back in 2019. Well, it certainly has been a fun year picking with you guys. Uh, really saved my spirits after the Bears let me down and didn't make the playoffs. I, I certainly did have a good time watching a lot more NFL football than I usually do and certainly going into some of these lines and picks and trying to find some good value. I feel really good about this year. I'm going to finish just a hair over 50% uh, picking in the positive, uh, which is always good. You always want to come out at least with your money back or make a little something. Certainly don't need to be in the red. Uh, so I'm pretty happy with my picks. I started off the year pretty poorly. Uh, I really didn't have anything going until around November, and then I went on the hot streak that I've been talking about for the last, oh, six or seven weeks now. I, I don't think I lost a bet uh, for a few weeks uh, between November and December. So I was happy with the way that it ended. Uh, something that I liked this year that I hit on uh, almost perfectly, but really uh, tested me to not uh, buy into the hype at the beginning of the year. Everyone, when the lines came out for the futures uh, with win totals at the beginning of the year, was jumping on the Bears over nine and a half wins. And since the jump, I've been saying uh, that I thought that that number was too high. I pegged the Bears to be nine and seven. They ended up eight and eight. Obviously a disappointing season, no matter which way you look at it. But I really did uh, think the Bears were just going to have a little bit of a regression from the year they had the year prior. What I didn't predict was the Vikings and the Packers being uh, you know, as competitive as they were, I, I certainly did not know what to expect from the Packers. Uh, now they're, you know, the second best team in the NFC. And the Vikings really just took care of business and look a lot like how the Bears did the year before. Um, you know, getting big years from Kirk Cousins, getting big years from the defense. And, uh, you know, they're going to have a tough one with the Saints. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, but certainly a successful season if you're a Vikings fan. So that that was really my biggest surprise. I was pretty plugged in on the Bears themselves, but other than that, had no hold on how the NFC North was going to plan out, although I don't think a lot of people did uh, with the new coach coming in in Green Bay and another year of Kirk Cousins uh, up, in, up in Minnesota. So overall, I'm happy with it. I'm excited for the playoffs. I think it's going to be a fun year. There's a lot of good quarterback play going on across the NFL. So that always means an exciting playoff run for a couple teams. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, to close the book on our first regular season in the positive and the green. And uh, hopefully we can continue that here in the postseason. Hat tip to John Spataro on a strong finish gambling-wise of the 2019 NFL regular season. I also got to get a hat tip out there to Ryan Fisher because our Vegas insider, before the season even started, said, hey, keep an eye on the Buffalo Bills. I like them as a sleeper team. And here we are in early January, the Bills' double-digit wins, Ryan. And they are in the playoffs. Yeah, that's, you know, before the season, I had a few things. I had the Bills at plus 350 to make the playoffs uh, just based on schedule. And I love that defense. I love everything they're doing in Buffalo. Uh, Josh Allen still has to uh, continue to improve if they're going to make the next step. But that's a good, solid team and solid organization right now, which you haven't been able to say about Buffalo for, for many years. Uh, the other one in the NFC, I went, I, I gave you the Rams and the Saints. I said one of those two 
play them both to not make the playoffs. Uh, they were both plus 235. I was quite confident that one of them would not. And uh, we got that. The Saints obviously did, but the Rams did not. Um, just didn't feel good about both of those teams kind of extending what they had done the previous year. So we hit on those for you. My sleeper pick was was Jacksonville out of the AFC, and that obviously didn't didn't go. You know, they they didn't do any make any noise. You know, Nick Foles got hurt early, and that organization's got all kinds of problems. In uh, my Super Bowl pick before the year, I had the Eagles and the Chiefs. So I'm I'm happy to say that both of them made the playoffs even though the Eagles basically made it by default in that, that terrible NFC East. Uh, but so we, we, we've got some things still alive. Uh, again, the Buffalo one making the playoffs was, was kind of the big play, and that worked out the way, the way we wanted it to this year. On my end, Jason Gotch, let's start with the good. I thought the Packers would be a sleeper team, not win the NFC North, but make the playoffs. I also, my favorite game of the year had to be that Monday nighter, the Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco. I needed a win to close out that week, and Seattle stole a victory getting the points on the road. So uh, that was one of the better wins that I had throughout the regular season, individual gambling-wise. But, hey, you got to say when you, you do well, when you don't do well, and before the season – I said the 100th year would end in the NFL with the Steelers and the Bears playing in the Super Bowl. And guys, we know that's not going to happen. So with that, telling you when we win, when we lose, along with Ryan Fisher and John Spataro, it's Jason Gotch here on State Lines. Let's go to the NFC wildcard games this week. Both games are on Sunday. The early game, the Vikings, a tough challenge. They're getting eight points. The total's 49.5 at the New Orleans Saints. John, I'm going to go to you first. What do you think of this matchup? Well, this is the rematch of the uh, Minneapolis miracle from a couple years ago. Uh, the only thing I really like about this game, I think, is the over. It's at 49 and a half. That seems like a lot of points, uh, but I, I just have a feeling that this one's going to kind of be a shootout. It's uh, Kirk Cousins, obviously, has had some problems performing in prime time. Uh, this game is not on Monday night, thankfully, because he has yet to win a game on Monday night football, has Kirk Cousins. But I still think I like the matchup of, uh, you know, the, the Vikings offense and the Saints offense and uh, just putting up, you know, 20 to 30 points each uh, and, and letting this one uh, comfortably ride into the over. I like the Saints straight up in this game. I don't think the Vikings are going to be able to uh, keep up with them necessarily the entire game. I expect it to be competitive late into the second half, but I still just think the Saints um, are, are the better team. I actually picked them to be in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year, so I can't give up on them now. Uh, so I like the Saints straight up, and I like the over from a gambling perspective in that one. And then what a slap in the face to the Seahawks to have to put together a fantastic season the way that they have. Uh, stumbled a little late, obviously, that great game against uh, the, the two great games against the 49ers, both uh, coming down to the last few plays. And uh, on Sunday night, that, that game couldn't have ended any closer with uh, Hollister just barely missing the end line uh, to put the, the Seahawks ahead and win the division. But now they have to go across the country. They have to go to Philadelphia, a tough place to play. And they really have to just uh, lick their wounds after a tough loss and, and play a road game despite being a really good team. So for this one, I think I like the Eagles. I think the Seahawks could still possibly win this game. Obviously, the, the, the line is minus two. Um, it could be a one-point game. I think it's going to be a close, gritty defensive matchup I, the under is also in play for me here uh, but I think I'm going to take the Eagles they just seem to find ways to win late under is also in consideration uh, but really just a tough draw for the Seahawks I really think they got a raw deal John is locked in for his picks in the NFC wildcard games Ryan I turn it over to you and again that Seahawks game the Seahawks minus two at the Eagles 45 and a half the total Seattle trying to get it done with guys off the street at the running back position including Marshawn Lynch 
Well, I mean, that's going to be the theme of this show. It's going to be the theme of the playoffs. You're going to hear me talking about quarterbacks a lot. Um, you know, the playoffs are a different, it's a different game. And, uh, you know, it's going to come down to quarterback play. There's some great quarterbacks in the playoffs. There's some great quarterback names in the playoffs, the guys that aren't necessarily playing that well. I'm looking at Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. But it doesn't mean they won't in the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, Saints-Vikings, Saints I've been talking about Kirk Cousins all year. Um, you know, he he's had a great year. He actually did a great job for the Vikings from about week five on until he got to when he really needed to put up a good performance at home against the Packers on that Monday nighter and, and just laid a dud. And, and that's the last we, we've seen of him. He sat out week 17. So here we are, uh, you know, another big moment. I don't care about the prime time thing for me with Kirk Cousins. It's the big moment. And until he comes through in a big moment, I just – I can't back him. So while I don't love the Saints in this spot, I, I can't go with Kirk Cousins. So I'm going to be on the – I'm going to be on the Saints, definitely on the money line, um, probably going to be laying the points. Uh, the public's all over the over on this. Uh, surprisingly, the, the sharp betters in Vegas are also on the over right now. Um, so seeing all that, but I, I, again, I might actually go the other way and just use the, the Kirk Cousins corollary and not as many points are going to be scored as people like. So, and then in the other one, Seattle and, uh, Philadelphia, you know, we've got a rematch rematch from the regular season. So that comes into play a little bit. I mean, the Eagles, they had a losing record outside of their division. Uh, no Super Bowl champion has ever done that posted the a losing record outside of the division and then won the Super Bowl. Um, the only ones to even make the Super Bowl with that, with that, uh, situ in that situation are the Cardinals in 2008 and the Rams way back in 1979. So it just kind of shows you the overall strength of this Eagles team. It's not there. They've had a ton of injuries. It's, it's absolutely crippled them. Uh, Carson Wentz, you got to kind of remember this is his first playoff start. So you got two teams that are really beat up. The Seahawks, I mean, they, they've had a lot of injuries late and they had, I mean, they had, Great chance at the last going to the last two weeks of the season. Home games against the Cardinals and the 49ers. And if they win both of those, they had a great shot at the number one seed. And they lost them both. Um, so it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to kind of feel the way they're coming into this either. I'm kind of with John here. I'm the public's all over the Seahawks here. Most of the bets we got almost 80 percent right now on the Seahawks. I, I kind of like the Eagles. I, a low-scoring, gritty game. They're going to somehow find a way. To, this game means a lot to Carson Wentz. Like I said, two years ago, the guy's going to win the MVP. Best team in the league. Goes down with the, the ACL tear on a gutty play. And, uh, you know, and then Nick Foles takes it. And, you know, he becomes a legend in Philly. And so I, you know, I think this game means a lot to Carson Wentz. It's going to be really important for him to play well. If the Seahawks don't get turnovers, I don't think their defense is, is – good enough so I kind of I'm going to like the Eagles here I'm going to take the take the point and a half or two points but I think the Eagles are going to win this one outright gentlemen I can't trust Kirk Cousins either he's a good fantasy football quarterback but fantasy football is not reality I don't trust him in big games and I'm going to take the Saints minus the eight in their contest in the NFC wildcard round and I'm also going to take the Eagles Carson Wentz finds a way to get it done at home against a banged up Seahawks team so give me the Eagles plus the two points I think they win that game outright guys it's now time for our fun bet it or drink it segment if you're new to the show I take 20 bucks out of my pocket of my own money and I also take 20 bucks out of my pocket of my own money not only for myself but I take 20 bucks out for John and for Ryan so they can either 
bet a long shot play or buy some drinks in this week's play, guys. The New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl at 15 to 1. New England has never played in the wild card round and made it to a Super Bowl victory. So I turn it over to John first. You know, bet this one or drink it. Well, Ryan mentioned this earlier, and this is certainly a cast of characters in terms of good quarterbacks uh, in these playoffs. And against my better judgment uh, these past few weeks, having some time off, I tuned into some of the daytime uh, take shows, if you will. I'm, I'm looking at you, Stephen A. Smith, and Skip Bayless and the like. And, uh, and, and the theme that I seem to, to capture from, from a lot of the national media is asking the question if Tom Brady is the worst quarterback in this group of quarterbacks uh, left in the playoffs. Uh, and that seems shocking at first. I don't know if, if I would necessarily put Josh Allen or, or Kirk Cousins above Tom Brady. But when you look at the stats and, and kind of how he's been playing lately – uh, they're, they're not great. Uh, Brady is just simply not playing at the level that he had been playing at uh, for the better half of two decades now. And, and it's really just, uh, it, it's, it's not the same team. The Patriots to me just don't look like they have that factor that has made them unstoppable the last few years. And I think a big, big, big factor is that they lost that by Jason mentioned they lost to the Dolphins, but that really screwed up what has been so consistent for them, getting the first round by and then playing a game at home, and then it's the AFC Championship game. I mean, that's been their path to success these past 16 years or so, however they've been uh, on top of the division. And to lose that game and to have to play week or the first week of the playoffs is uncharted territory for them, and I really don't think that they're playing at a high enough level to get all the way to the Super Bowl. So we'll talk about the game on Saturday a little bit later, and, and I'll share how I think they stack up against the Titans. But for them to go all the way to the Super Bowl and beat uh, a Lamar Jackson again or, or face off against one of the teams from the NFC in the Super Bowl, I just don't see it. They're not playing at a high enough level right now. Brady could turn it around, and he always seems to find a way to win. Uh, but you really have to to see a lot in, in this first game for me to think that they're going to be Super Bowl bound. I'm going to drink this one. I appreciate it, Jason. <laughs> You're very welcome, John. Your New Year's drinks after the New Year are on the house, courtesy of Jason Gotch. So, Ryan Fisher, what do you think? Pat's 15-1 to to win the Super Bowl. You're joining John with the drinks. You're going to bet that one. Well, and again, you know, when you start looking at these futures bets, and especially now, we know that a team has to win in order to make the futures bet come true that, you know, one loss and you're out. So you, first of all, I got to look at value. Like is the 15 to one, is there any value on that? And the answer is probably not. Um, if I'm going to play the Patriots, if I think they're going to make it and John said, he kind of wants to see what they do after the first week. Well, you can do that. You bet them on the money line here against the Titans. Um, if they win that, you're going to roll that money over and bet it on the money line when they go and visit Kansas city. Um, and then do the same in the AFC Championship game, and then the same in the Super Bowl. So four of those, if you do that four times, it's going to pay better than 15-1, to um, unless you think somehow they're going to end up hosting that AFC Championship game, meaning the Ravens are going to get upset in the divisional round, and I don't think anyone really thinks that's going to happen. So if I'm going to do it, that's the way I'm going to go. You know, let you see this. I mean, the one thing with the Patriots and Belichick, they reinvent themselves from week to week better than any team ever has. Um, and, and going, I mean, people forget going into the playoffs last year, the Patriots were not playing well. Um, they did get the first round by, but they, they were not, the defense didn't look good overall. They, they were not playing well. And then all they did was go out and, and, you know, win three games in the Super Bowl and hold the Rams to three points in the Super Bowl. So I wouldn't put it past them. Um, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make it interesting. I've had enough drinks over the holiday season. So I'm actually, 
I'm not going to bet it at 15 to one, Jason, but I am going to take your $20 and I'm going to put it on the Patriots on the money line starting against Tennessee. And then uh, we're going to roll it over and, and see what happens. See if Ryan's got some extra cash at the end of the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl by going with the Patriots. Hey, worse ways to spend money than betting on New England, but I'm just not feeling it this year for them. I I think playing that extra game is going to be rough on the Patriots, too. I think the Titans are going to give them a battle. I don't think they're going to win that game coming up on uh, Saturday night, but I think they'll give them a battle. Still, I don't think New England's going to win the Super Bowl this year, so I'm going to join John at the bar and buy some drinks. This is State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois. NFL wild card round and playoff talk continues from a gambling perspective right after this. Great to have you with us as we welcome you back here on State Lines, where you get the best pro football gambling information in the state of Illinois. My name is Jason Gotch, joined by my co-hosts, our Vegas insider Ryan Fisher and John Spataro. And guys, we talked about the NFC last segment. Let's talk about the AFC wildcard games. They're both on Saturday this year, starting with a team that always seems to be in the first game of wildcard weekend every year. The Houston Texans will be hosting the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Texans are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. The total's 43-and-a-half. Uh, when that one's done, the Patriots minus five. The total's 44-and-a-half as they will host the Tennessee Titans. John, I want to get your thoughts first on these matchups. Go. Well, you're right, Jason. That that Texans early Saturday afternoon playoff game has become as a tradition as, you know, Thanksgiving football or NBA basketball on Christmas Day, whatever you want to call it, that, that they might as well just make that uh, the Texans' home game for the rest of, uh, of eternity because it seems like they're destined to be there. As far as Bills-Texans goes, I don't know anything about the Bills. I've, I've really tried to get a hold on them. I, I know Ryan loves them and, and hit a nice uh, bet on, on their future at the beginning of the year, but I just I don't have enough faith in Josh Allen. I don't have enough faith in their uh, lack of a, a solidified role players on that team or, or star players on that team uh, on the offensive side of the ball to really just score enough points in the playoffs here. I know they got a good defense, uh, but to go down to Houston and and play a road game and uh, against a, an offense that does have some explosion potential, I just don't know if they're going to have enough to win. Uh, so I'm going to take the Texans to win this game at home. Uh, the minus two and a half is nice for them to win by a late field goal. I think the under is in play here too. I've, I've seen some games that the Bills have played this year where the unders have been, the, the totals have been uh, below 40 points and to have 43 and a half uh, just seems a little too high for me. So I like the home team and I like the under in that first game. I really don't have uh, strong feelings about either of these two teams beyond this game. Um, it's just kind of a nice appetizer to the whole playoff season to me uh, and, and just a little bit of a fun uh, jab at the Texans again for being stuck in this game and, and always hosting the first one of the season. So I'll be watching for that on Saturday. As far as the Titans and Patriots goes, I just talked about this in the last segment about Tom Brady uh, possibly being the worst quarterback in this group of quarterbacks left in the playoffs. 
And I, I still need to just see it happen in, in, in January here, because like Ryan was saying, they can reinvent themselves. They can get back on track. I think they're going to have a good game plan for the Titans. I think it's very clear to really upset the Titans. You have to shut down Derrick Henry, which is easier said than done. However, I think Bill Belichick is going to be able to contain him and really put this game solely on Ryan Tannehill's shoulders. Um, and he's answered the call. Tannehill's been playing really well lately. I know Ryan has talked about him uh, before as being someone to watch as we go into the playoffs. But I like the Patriots here with the minus five. I, I think that's an interesting number as well. Um, it, it, you know, suggests that they were going to have to win by a touchdown, which I do think is possible. I do think Tom Brady's going to figure that out. I just don't see the Patriots losing this game. It's going to get tougher from here on out, but I think they're going to be prepared. I think they're not taking the fact that they even have to play this weekend lightly and Belichick's going to be ready with a game plan to shut down the Titans who have been, I would say overachieving so far the second half of this year. So I'm going to take the Patriots and I'm going to take the Texans, the two home teams, the two favorites, and uh, we'll see how it goes on Saturday. John locked in with the favorites in the AFC wildcard game. So the floor is yours, Ryan. Let us know what you're thinking in both these contests. Yeah, we said last segment, I mean, the playoffs, we're going to be talking a lot about the quarterbacks. And this is a, this is a big trend since 2002. 56 uh, quarterbacks have made their playoff debut. And now 12 of them were facing another one who was making their playoff debut. So that means we've got 44 guys. Uh, making their first playoff start against a quarterback who's experienced and has been there before. Well, both of these Saturday games fit that bill. Uh, Carson Wentz also on Sunday against the Seahawks. We talked about most people forget that Wentz hasn't played a playoff game yet. But so these 44 first-time playoff starters, straight up 14 and 30. So not, you know, not a good uh, good start to their playoff career. How about against the spread? Well, 12, 31, and 1. So not any better against the spread. So it really shows you that experience at the quarterback position in the playoffs, you know, over the last almost 20 years has really, really meant something. Um, so here we go. I mean, we got Josh Allen make his debut against the Texans. That Bills defense has been great all year. Really makes teams make plays down the field. But they take that away, so they make them drive the length of the field. Uh, the Texans, if they get Will Fuller back, that'd be a big, big uh, pickup for them. Sean Watson's been a lot better with Will Fuller on the field. So in the end, I'm, you know, like I said, I love Buffalo to make the playoffs, but I don't think Josh Allen has gotten good enough yet and taken the step for them to, uh, for them to win a playoff football game. I like the Texans there. I think they're going to cover. Basically, I'm taking Deshaun Watson over Josh Allen. Um, and then in that night game, a lot of people like the Titans here. It's it's strange to see the public, you know, fading the Patriots, especially in a home game and especially in a home playoff game. Uh, Tom Brady hasn't been great. They don't have the weapons on offense. I mean, other than Edelman and, you know, James White out of the backfield, they just – they don't have enough this year. Um, but in this, again, I, I think Belichick's going to find a way to take away what Tannehill likes to do. You know, the Titans have been scoring a ton of points. Um, but first time in the playoffs, Ryan Tannehill, he's in a little different situation too. He's been around a while. Um, but I just – I don't I don't get it. I, I think the Patriots cover um, – I think they cover the five. I, I think their defense is going to really shut down Tennessee. And uh, we'll have two more first-time playoff quarterbacks struggling out of the gate. Boy, I really don't like my picks now after I hear Ryan's trends on the quarterbacks. But I'm going to go the other way on these games. I, I like Buffalo plus the two-and-a-half. I think Josh Allen's going to make enough plays against the Texans team that – 
is always shaky in the playoffs. I do like Deshaun Watson a lot, but I think Buffalo's defense will also be a difference maker in this contest. So give me the Bills. And I'm going to take the Titans, too, on the road. Look, I watched that Patriots-Dolphins game, and Ryan's right. You, you never count out the Patriots, and you never judge them based on one game. But it doesn't seem like they have it this year. I think the Patriots win in advance. But I think Derrick Henry does enough on the ground, and the Titans keep that game close. So give me the Titans plus the points. Give me the Bills plus the points of this weekend. Now, guys, we're going to do the best bets uh, segment a little different this week. I'm not going to lock you in on three, but we've went through all the wild card games. If you want to give a best bet out of these or two, feel free. I'm going to let you guys have the floor and decide what you want to make a best bet or not. So, John, let's go to you first. Yeah, I think my best bet of the week, and and Ryan said that the Sharp and the public is both on the over in the Vikings-Saints game, and, and I think I'm going to stick with that. I, I, I just feel something about that game that it's going to be high scoring. I think that the way that the Vikings are going to go out this year is with some good play by Kirk Cousins, but he's still going to lose. I think that's almost poetic and almost uh, you know a, a self-fulfilling prophecy that he is going to have a good game. He is going to look great. He is going to finally shed all the doubters out there that say he can't perform uh, in big games and must-win games, and they're still going to lose because they're playing Drew Brees. So I like this game to be, I don't know, 35-21 or you know 35-30, something like that. I just I like a ton of points in this game, and at 49 and a half, I think that's achievable. It's not anything ridiculous where you know you're really begging them to to lower that number so that you can get in on an over. I think I'm going to stick with that. I also like the under in the Bills Texans too but just not as much as this over. The Viking Saints just screams a lot of points to me. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm an emotional better. I'm, a, I'm a, a narrative better. I like to try and predict, you know, how, what we're going to be talking about after certain games and how that will, you know, shape the way I see a game going. And I do see all the haters and all the losers and everybody who's on uh, Kirk Cousins finally getting a good game out of him. But Drew Brees just being one or two touchdowns better. So I think that's going to be my best bet. You can lock it in. You've heard my picks for the rest of the games. I'm really just excited. I think these are all very interesting games. They have a lot at play in, in each of them. Uh, but in, in terms of a best bet, I think the over in that first uh, NFC wildcard game is going to be mine for the week. All right, Ryan, the floor is yours. Best bet or bets for this round? Yeah, similarly, I'm going to look at a total. Um, I, I do like all the picks. You know, we gave the picks for each of the games, and I, I like all of them. Um, you know, sometimes you have to pick the game in, in the playoffs, even though you don't really want to. But all four of these, I, I like the pick. Uh, but the one I'm going to go to for a best bet, I'm going to look at a total, and in the last game of the weekend, make you wait till Sunday afternoon, and uh, the Eagles and Seahawks. And I think that one's going to stay under. We're looking at 45 and a half. Um, they played to it. They played earlier this year, and it was seventeen to nine, which makes a lot. Of, normally, you'd say that would give me comfort. Actually, that makes me scared. I don't like it when that when something that I think is going to happen has already happened. Um, it tends to tends to kind of sabotage things as you go. But I think here, I think the Eagles' offense is going to struggle a little bit. I mean, they they just don't have the playmakers with all the injuries they've had. The Seahawks, as Jason said, we've got Marshawn Lynch coming in off, off the streets. Um, you know, Russell Wilson playing on the road outdoors. Uh, I think that one's going to stay under the total of 45 and a half. 
All right, Ryan locked in. I'm going to give you a couple picks here. I actually like the Eagles to cover that two against the Seahawks. And I also, I know going against the grain here, I think the Bills, the better team, cover the two and a half against the Texans. That'll do it for state lines for the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. For our Vegas insider, Ryan Fisher and John Spataro, this is Jason Gotch. Enjoy the winners, everybody. And we'll talk to you next week for the NFL Divisional Playoffs. Have a great weekend, everybody.